So on impact, the brain releases different chemicals and cells that sort of puts the brain into a hypermetabolic state, and it takes time to come back to normal. And that's the whole reason for the return to play protocol and the rest is because you want to heal before you put yourself at risk for getting another hit to the head. Life is complicated, but getting healthy doesn't have to be. Welcome to Enlo Medical Center's podcast, Health Matters. Listen to experts and everyday people share real stories and resources to improve our health and well-being. Brain injuries are a leading cause of disability. In fact, more than 5.3 million people in the United States are living with permanent disability due to a brain injury. That is one in every 60 people, according to the Brain Injury Association of America. Brain injuries can be caused by falls, vehicle accidents, sports, being struck by something, or assaults. And Los Concussion Clinic is a resource to help our community deal with the effects of a concussion and aid in the recovery process. Hi everyone, I'm Daniela Contreras, and I'm here with nurse practitioner Maya Armenta from the Enlo Concussion Clinic in honor of Brain Injury Awareness Month. Thank you so much, Maya, for being here today. My pleasure. Can you tell us a little bit what happens to the brain during an injury, and can you discuss the different types of brain injuries? So the brain is a soft organ that's floating in fluid inside of your very hard and sharp skull. So the different types of injuries are typically caused from a blow to the head and the brain accelerates and decelerates. And this can cause a wide range of injuries. It can be a cellular type injury, such as in a concussion, or a more severe injury where the vessels or the actual brain itself are damaged or bruised. And then there can be swelling from that injury. So what are some of the symptoms of brain injuries? So headaches, changes in level of consciousness, weakness on one side of the body, seizures, loss of consciousness. So a wide range. Wide range. And when should people seek care? How, how can they tell, like, I need to seek care now? So if you ever lose consciousness, it's a good idea to seek care. If your symptoms are worsening instead of getting better, it's a good idea to seek care. And how are brain injuries usually treated? Oftentimes, the body just heals itself and you give yourself a supportive environment to heal, such as sort of a low stimulation environment and your body does the hard work. Other times, if the bleeding or the swelling is extensive, then you will require surgery, which the neurosurgeons will perform. Oh, wow. Just for the people who might not know, what, are, what is a concussion? Like, what, does, what happens in our brains? In a concussion, it's an injury on a cellular level. So on impact, the brain releases different chemicals and cells that sort of puts the brain into a hypermetabolic state. And it takes time to come back to normal. And that's the whole reason for the return to play protocol. And the rest is because you want to heal before you put yourself at risk for getting another hit to the head. Wow, very interesting. So if someone thinks that they had a concussion, what should they do? They should go and see their primary care doctor who can diagnose them with a concussion and give them guidance on how to treat themselves. 
And what are some of the services that we offer at the concussion clinic? So the concussion clinic is designed for people who don't get better in the typical 30 days that's expected. So mm -hmm. we like to see people who have had prolonged symptoms from their concussions. And we also offer assist with return to play for youth sports. So kids who are age 14 and over that are playing through CIF, there's a special protocol that they have to go through to return to play, mm -hmm. and we can help get them through that protocol in a safe way. Speaking of youth sports, a lot of people or a lot of kids do that. Is it more serious when a child gets a concussion versus an adult? Concussions can be serious for any age group. So what are some of the long-term effects of brain injuries? You can have cognitive or physical long-term effects from traumatic brain injuries. They can cause disabilities? They can cause disabilities. What are some of the most common ones that you see? Well, we see a lot of concussion. We see a lot of what's called subdural hematomas, which is when there's pressure pushing on the brain. Those are common in the elderly. Those are also common in trauma. Mm -hmm. And we also see a lot of what are contusions, which are bruising of the brain. Contusions. Wow. And how can people prevent getting a brain injury in the first place? So always wearing a helmet if you're doing any type of skateboarding, skating, motorized scooter, bike, skiing, snowboarding safety in the car, so wearing seatbelts, appropriate car seats for kids. Also, typically, the brain injuries that we see in the hospital, there is substance use involved, so avoiding substance abuse is also a good idea. That's amazing. And what about at home, like falls? Is that common? Falls is very common, the number one cause of brain injury. Especially for elderly, there are steps to reduce fall risk. Good lighting is important, wearing good shoes, having grab bars, avoiding small area rugs. Those are all trip hazards. Mm -hmm. That makes so much sense. Is there anything else that you would like to add that I didn't ask you? Another way to avoid brain injuries is to avoid working up on ladders or heights unless you're a trained professional. That makes so much sense. <laughs> Thank you again for being here, Maya. My pleasure. Thanks. And thank you all for tuning in. If you'd like to listen to more Health Matters conversations, go to www.enlo.org slash podcast. See you next time on Health Matters. <laughs>